Welcome back to middle school. It's a zoo out there, so just be cool. Don't speak too loud, try to fit in. But if you don't, then you can be in. everyone and welcome to the outfit repeaters an unofficial lizzie mcguire recap podcast i'm your host marissa Cantor, and with me as always is sam chung hello it is great to be back uh once again marissa you uncovered a fun video today of hillary duff's house do you have any highlights from hillary duff's house very alliterative sentence i just said do you have any hillary house highlights <laughs> Hillary's house is incredible. It's what I aspire to. I want Hillary Duff's house. <laughs> it's so, it's just, and she's so cute. And like the house is so cute. Her kitchen is so cool. All the cabinets are like a deep blue and the fridge is the same shade. And it almost looks like a wooden cabinet as well, but it's the fridge. She has a chicken coop and we met one of her chickens named Patsy her son's room has a slide in it. Kind of like Jimmy Fallon's house. So that was cool. Very cool kid bedroom. Her infant babe, she has like a one-year-old daughter who has the most adorable room and then her own bathroom attached to her bedroom, as I'm sure all bedrooms do in that home. I don't know. It really shook me that a one-year-old has her own bathroom. I don't even have that. So. <laughs> I've never had that. <laughs> Good for her. I mean, though, but we're, you know, we're just at the point where like a washer and dryer in our unit is aspirational. So we have a long way to go. But yeah, it was very endearing. It was like an 11 minute YouTube clip. And also what was really cool was her television. It's called the frame and it looks it just looks like a like a picture frame. You can select a photo and that's what it just so it looks like, you know, wall art when it's off but it's the tv i feel like that's that could be hit or miss because like how many photos do you really want on a 50 inch tv well hers it wasn't like a personal photo it was more like another piece of art you said there was other hillary duff news what else did we did we get this week um we got hillary duff's glam shot in publishers weekly children bookshelf hillary duff wrote a picture book with that is publishing with random house do you know what the subject is? The book is titled My Little Brave Girl, and it's a picture book that encourages girls to reach higher, dream bigger, and approach the world with their hearts wide open. And it's inspired by her relationship with her daughter and just like her experiences as a mother. It looks cute. Cool. Like Jimmy Fallon again. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess there's a lot of parallels between. She's just on the Jimmy Fallon track. Anyways, everything is mama. So we are on week two of our four week mid series coverage. Last week, we talked about when do we eat that is now in the past and we will leave it there. Today, we are talking about the season four finale of Celebrity Wife Swap with 
Robert Carradine, a.k.a. Sam McGuire, and Carol T.O. Owens. And this was from 2015. So it was kind of like a where is Robert Carradine now moment. And he is in Tahiti. He is. Yeah. I mean, this, it was weird because this felt concurrently old, but also not that old at the same time. 2015 is only five years ago. Like feasibly, he's still in Tahiti. I don't know. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't it so strange because 2015 is not that long ago, but every year since 2016 has felt like 20 years. So it's just like, (laughs) remember the days? Yeah. I've never seen any wife swap or celebrity celebrity wife swap before. So this is my first experience with this format. And you said that you have seen this before. Just right off the bat, this show, just as like a concept, gave me whiplash. Like it cuts between <laughs> them so much. Yeah, I guess that would be jarring. I was used to it because, you know, my family, we are reality TV trash. And I say that with pride. It wasn't one of the shows where it's like, oh my God, Wife Swap is on, gotta sit down and watch it. But it was one of those, oh, Wife Swap is the only thing on, I guess we'll watch it. So I saw a lot of it. There's regular Wife Swap, Celebrity Wife Swap. I particularly enjoyed the celebrity iteration of it. I think I have more memories of those episodes. Like I, you know, there was a Bachelor edition where Sean Lowe and Jason Mesnick swapped wives those names mean nothing to me well they will mean something to at least a one of our (laughs) listeners yeah okay i guess i never thought about what the experience would be like of watching this for the first time because to me it felt very nostalgic i mean even though so you're saying that even though it wasn't like a show that you guys watched religiously it still like had an impact on you if you have nostalgia for it If I remember correctly, it had a Friday night slot. And, you know, like, there isn't much to choose from on Friday nights. I mean, says you. There's, I mean, there's Netflix. Okay, but I'm talking about, like, (laughs) on network. Sure, scheduling means nothing now, right? We all watch whatever we want when we want. But growing up, it was very much watch it when it's on. These nights, these shows are on. And that sort of, like, dictated how our evenings would go. It's like, oh, it's Monday. We're watching Dancing with the Stars together. So, Sam, what was your impression of the episode overall? So I thought it was super interesting because Tio is obviously a big reality personality. He made his he made kind of the reality TV show tour after his football career, including a short-lived reality series of his own name. So he really went around the went around the block. I think that all of the stereotypes about Terrell Owens, they really kind of played up here in this episode. Like the story kind of in this episode is about how t- how Terrell Owens will take this experience and grow for, uh, grow from it. But from Robert Carradine's perspective, he doesn't really get that. It's more his wife, Edie, who has the growth arc in their relationship. It's weird because I think a lot of the more interesting things towards the beginning of the episode happened on the island and then they ran out of things that would happen on the island. And then towards the end of the episode, the more interesting things were really happening at the Terrell Owens household. I don't know. It, it was it was the balance was a little bit off for me because of that. 
it was very kind of like either this or that. And I think that Robert Carradine just, he as a person, he isn't changing. He is who he is. And I mean, if anybody's going to show him anything that he could improve, it's probably not Terrell Owens and his family. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Robert Carradine is, he is a man of a certain age. He is very sad. I mean, this basically sums up the episode in a nutshell. T.O.'s arc is, I want to be a better father. I want to be a better person. Yeah, maybe we need to disconnect sometimes and I need to spend more time with my kids. Robert Carradine's takeaway was, man, they really inspired me to work out more. (laughs) So it's like... (laughs) I also felt like this show was super surface level. It basically just took the stereotypes about each of these people and ran with it for like 45 minutes. It was like, look at Robert Carradine, this nerd. How nerdy can he be with this group of jocks? Oh, look at those jocks. How jockey can they be with this nerd? Yeah, I mean, that is the format of the show. Every episode does that in its own way. It take, that's, it, that is the premise. You take two households that are diametrically opposed and you switch them. So that that kind of is part of the format. And I think we did get some depth out of both sides of the stories. A little bit. A little bit. I was endeared by this overall. I enjoyed it. Maybe it was the nostalgia element. Yeah, I mean, I think that, I don't know, maybe we should just... Jump in? Yeah, maybe we should just jump in. This show is extremely formulaic, which made it very easy to sort of parse through my notes and, like, organize them in a way that makes me very happy. So I did take notes for this podcast this time. Like, seven pages of notes. You took seven pages of notes? Yes. That's... (laughs) how how did you take so many notes well they're very like short bullets um but we start with the intro packages and we start with robert carradine he is a nerd he is (laughs) i don't know if you know that no way he says everyone's got a little nerd in them you may know him from the revenge of the nerds movies which i did not know in which he played a nerd in which he played a nerd that's crazy and lizzie mcguire He says that he prefers the simple life over the flashy Hollywood stuff. We meet his wife, Edie, who he has been married to for 25 years. She says the twinkle in the eye is still there, which is cute. Coincidentally, they have a 25-year-old daughter (laughs) named Marika. Yeah, I'm a little worried about Marika, but we'll (laughs) talk about that. I hope she's okay. Yeah. They were involved in a... Pretty serious car accident. Before. I had no idea about that. I had no idea about it either. That was news to me. News. 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 And it looked really bad. He was in like a full body cast. Then, in a wheelchair. Then they showed, yeah, they showed him in a wheelchair. Then him going through like rehab. Or not and rehab, but like PT. It was included in the intro package. And there was an expectation that that would be a bigger part of the episode story than like we didn't really get a lot more about that incident which was a bit surprising I think I mean they mentioned it really briefly when he was working out like I haven't really done this a lot since the accident yeah that he was still recovering yeah there was they never they never dove into like how he felt about it whether it was something that still weighed on him well I feel like it significantly weighed on them it sounded like that was sort of the cat like that's They moved to Tahiti after the accident. Now they live a simpler life. Yes, they live off the grid like the Swiss family Robinson. 
Edie says the Swiss Robins or the Swiss Robinson family. No, Edie, it's the Swiss family Robinson. Get it correct. She's off the grid. She's doing the best she can. <laughs> Pick up the book. It's a book. Yeah. They have no technology. Very off the grid. You know, they live in like a hut. They, they, have, a, they have a goat. They have a goat <laughs> named, named Matilda. Yeah, named Matilda. <laughs> the final line of Robert's package is, it's cool swapping husbands because we have something to say too. Yeah. Yeah. Coolio. <laughs> <laughs> then we are introduced to Terrell Owens. He has had a 15-year career in the NFL. I um, okay, so I just want to preface like I'm a I I like sports and I like football, but just like hearing someone list their sports accomplishments is just it's objectively ridiculous. Like he's going like, yeah, just look at me. I had fifteen thousand yards. Oh, I had eighty-one touchdowns. Like this is what I have to show for my life. I don't know. It's just kind over of, a thousand receptions. <laughs> it's just yeah. It's just like listing sports accomplishments objectively just is a little bit. It's it's objectively a ridiculous thing that we attribute meaning to, but it's meaningless stuff. It is. Yeah, he puts a lot of value in. <laughs> he puts so much value in these arbitrary things. But he is self-aware. He not does... to take uh, not to take away from it. I love sports, but it's just yeah. ridiculous. You know how I feel about you also love sports <laughs> about professionals no so he is he 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 does list all of these great things that he's able to do with a football but he is self-aware he says that he he knows he's arrogant and he knows like how the media portrays him he's very aware of that we get a little bit of his backstory he was raised by his grandmother who was very no nonsense and he attributes his upbringing to what gave him the drive to get him to where he is. Then we meet Melissa Carey, who is, you know, her lower third says Terrell's friend in quotation marks, which means exactly what you think it means. He says, we don't really know how to define our relationship, but throughout it all, we've become great friends. Like Terrell Owens got onto wife swap and he's not married. He doesn't have a wife. I mean, like I said earlier, he was making the reality show rounds. <laughs> and when Wife Swap comes calling, you don't say no <laughs> to Wife Swap. Melissa says about their relationship that they've known each other for three years and, you know, dating comes and goes. So they're a little bit on again, off again, but I guess they live in the same house. They live together. She has a daughter. Is this T.O.'s house? Like, I'm a little bit surprised that he just like lives in like suburban Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks. <laughs> It was a nice house. It was a nice house, you but it just seemed very innocuous. Respect. Yes, Melissa has a daughter named Makeva, and T.O. has many children with many women who were, you know, primarily raised, all of his children were primarily raised by their mothers. But we do get to meet his 15-year-old son, Tariq, who thinks of his dad more like a brother. So you want to hear something interesting about Terrell Owens? News. 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 What? So Terrell Owens was married once upon a time. Wait, it says he was married from <laughs> 2014 to 2015, and this was in 2015. But he and Melissa knew each other for three years? What is happening? He was married to a postal worker named Rachel Snyder. Wait, I have a lot of questions. Rachel Snyder's like any other all-American girl. She loves Jesus, works hard, and adores Idris Elba. 
Rachel Snyder once worked as a postal worker in Texas before becoming popular on the social scene when her marriage to Terrell Owens became public. Their marriage, however, was short-lived, and Snyder gained even more public recognition when she became the ex-wife of Terrell Owens following their divorce. Rachel Snyder later moved out of the home and never reconciled with Terrell Owens. Rachel Snyder went on to say that she later found out that her marriage with Terrell Owens was for monetary gain on his part. Terrell Owens made an appearance on Wife Swap where his friend Melissa appeared with him instead of Rachel Snyder, who was his legal wife at the time. According to Rachel Snyder, Terrell Owens had very bad credit at the time of their marriage, and she believed the marriage took place so that Terrell Owens could use her credit to obtain a $2 million mansion. In June 2015, Terrell Owens listed the home he purchased with Rachel Snyder, which held a net worth of $2.5 million for sale. What is happening? So looking into Rachel Snyder, it turns out that they were in fact married at the time of wife swap. Wait, so Terrell Owens they were Owens in the process did... of filing for divorce. Oh my God. If there were ever a time for a particular clip on the soundboard. It's so much drama. I'm assuming that's the one you were <laughs> thinking of. Yeah, so it sounds like this was a real rocky time for Terrell Owens with his real wife as he swapped wives with somebody else. <laughs> now I understand why he needed this Tahitian vacation so badly. Apparently, Terrell Owens, I don't know if this is true or not. I'm on a website called pandagossips.com. <laughs> but <laughs> but pandagossips.com says that uh, apparently she was very upset because Terrell Owens tried to divorce her on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh my God. Real, that's real classy. Wow. <laughs> what did he do? Unclear. Huh, okay. But apparently he, after the divorce, in public said that he, you know, wanted to be amicable and he still wanted to be friends with her and whatnot, and she just did not. So that's in- some interesting context that we have now that we didn't have going into five minutes ago. No. I guess now I understand why he was making the reality TV show circuit at this time. Like, he needed cash. So this was actually an extremely short-lived marriage. Apparently, they were married in Norwalk, California on January 23rd, 2014. But three days later, on January 26th, 2014, the pair separated. I mean, that's faster than Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys. That's very fast. That's shorter than... It was a secret wedding. Oh, is this TMZ? Oh, it is. All right. Should I read the TMZ? Oh, my God. I'm going down a real rabbit hole here. (laughs) Sorry. I'm actually, this link didn't take me to TMZ. It took me to Rachel Snyder's Twitter in a post from January 25th, 2018. And she says, from so long ago, from at TMZ Sports, the reporting of the biggest landmine ever. Happy anniversary of landmines yesterday. The ruining of my life. I stepped on that (laughs) landmine. That's the tweet. Wow. <laughs> so she's still a little salty, it seems. I don't know. We're no. getting we're getting way far away from we're the source really material. We're getting really off track, but it's making me feel like everything we saw about him in this episode is a lie. I mean, I think that's that's the tension that T.O. has always had with the media. There's the way that he tries to portray himself, and then there's like certain things that he does throughout his career or you know in his personal life. He's just a guy that like has it seems has always gotten stuck in his own way and it's made life difficult for him honestly. But it's like did he just like contrive this whole family situation? I mean it definitely kind of comes across that way. It's definitely weird to be on wife swap with like not your wife. 
But I guess, you know, they were having some problems. Because they try to present it like they've been living together and they're in some sort of domestic partnership at the very least, even if it's not romantic. But it now seems like he was just like, yo, Melissa, want to be on Wife Swap? And she's a fitness model. I mean, yeah, so much of this was contrived, right? Because like he has several kids with several different women and he doesn't live with them really. But here's Tariq. But here's Tariq. Yeah, coming he, to stay at the his, house for a short period of time. Yeah, his It's like this son. presentation of a family that maybe doesn't even really exist. Exist. Wow. But yes, he has four <laughs> kids with four different women and Tariq is the oldest. Yeah, Tariq at this time is 15. Yeah, the takeaway of this intro package is we bond through exercise and competition. So this dude who's coming better be fit. Too bad the dude who's coming is a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> then it's the morning of the swap. The men are packing up. They're getting ready to leave for the week. And I didn't know this, but apparently they don't know like their counterpart. Oh, yeah. It's a total surprise. I didn't realize that it was completely blind. So do they know where they're going at all? I think they know. Usually it's part of the country. They know what part of the country they're traveling to. Or in this case, part of the world. Like they told... T.O., obviously, you're going to Tahiti. Yeah. And he was like, sweet vacation. I think T.O. didn't really understand this. He's like, oh, sweet vacation. But, like, this isn't a vacation for Robert Carradine. They live there. Yeah. (laughs) So I think they know, they generally know where they're going, but not specifically. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, T.O. starts to get increasingly nervous the more removed from society he gets. Yeah, I mean, first impression, he's like, Tahiti, great. And he's like, oh, I lost cell service. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And on the flip side, Robert Carradine back in L.A., you know, and he's having some like PTSD. He's he's like, traffic drives me crazy. (laughs) Yeah, he said he feels culture shock being back in L.A. And yeah, it just seems very uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, like I said earlier, there's so much more interesting things happening in Tahiti in the beginning of this episode. It's like T.O. arrives at the island and then a local leads him to a dock and is like, get in the canoe. (laughs) Meanwhile, T.O. has like a full suitcase. It's not even a carry-on. It's like a suitcase that would need to get checked in. Yeah. It's like a giant suitcase. Giant suitcase. And so they throw it into the canoe and then the guy just starts paddling away because Robert Carradine doesn't live on like a main Tahitian island. He lives off on his own remote island that you can only get to, I guess, by tiny canoe. Yeah. He has a private island. (laughs) (laughs) very off the grid and yeah the the image of t.o in the canoe with his suitcase and then he's getting out of the canoe and he's like oh dang my suitcase got wet (laughs) (laughs) and then he's like wait how do i get back and the local just kind of like shrugs and paddles away yeah it's super weird because some of t.o's lines seem so scripted Oh, yeah. I didn't get that sense with Robert Carradine. It didn't seem like they really made him have any of these, like, bits. But, like, T.O. is a bit, you know? like <laughs> I guess, yeah. That felt almost authentic to him. Like, it didn't, that, that felt like, of course. Of so you're course, saying in having a bit, it actually wasn't a bit. It was just himself. Yeah, I don't even know if anyone made him say these things. I think these are just, like, uh, things he said. Like, I feel like a castaway. And he's like, get me off this island. Very dramatically as yeah, the... Yeah, as a drone. The <laughs> drone, like, flies over him. Whereas, like, every moment with Robert Carradine felt so not scripted and, like, authentic. He honestly is like Sam McGuire in his real life. He is. <laughs> the 
this which is his I future. didn't surprise me at all. I mean, it surprised me and did not surprise me at the same time. So from there, they get to first explore each other's homes before they meet the families. They just get to like walk through an empty house and sort of narrate that experience. I mean, that's that's what it is for Robert Carradine because he is yeah. essentially just walking through an empty house. I think, again, Terrell Owens is like, you know, walking around. He's finding the outhouse. He's finding yeah. like the there, goat. He's finding just all these random island things. I love the introduction so to, to Matilda. He's doing an interview and the goat just casually walks by and he makes a face at it. Like, where am I? There's no, he, he keeps going on and on, too, about there's no reception here. There's no reception here. Walks five feet. There's no reception here either. It's like, dude, you are off the grid. And then finally they see, or I guess T.O. sees a photo of Robert Carradine. Robert Carradine sees a street sign that says Terrell Owens Way <laughs> inside his house. So that's when they learn who they're swap, who, who has swapped with them. Nothing super worthwhile about... Robert Carradine's walkthrough. I mean, yeah, uh, Tio has a big closet. He says he has, you could practically fit the Tahiti house in the closet. I mean, it's just a big house. Tio has a lot of shoes. Now, do you think that they actually recognized each other? Or do you think they had to be told? I think that Robert Carradine probably recognized Terrell Owens. I don't think Terrell <laughs> Owens recognized Robert Carradine. That checks out. That was my thought, too. <laughs> Because Terrell Owens, like I said, was making the reality show circuit, but also, you know, he was a pretty, like, he was a very famous football player. Because even just his reaction is like, whoa, Robert Carradine? It's like, bro, you're not (laughs) fooling me. You never watched Revenge of the Nerds. He even said, from Revenge of the Nerds? Again, it was a bit. I don't buy it. It was all a bit. It turns out they left a manual for each other. It's not, it turns out, this is the format of the show. No, it turns out <laughs> they just happen to leave a manual for each other. How did Robert Carradine create a manual in Tahiti with no electricity? Production. <laughs> Maybe he dictated it. Maybe he canoed into town, got on the phone, dictated it to an intern. Maybe he went to the business center at the Intercontinental Resort and Spa. Maybe. <laughs> I mean... Neither of them are too thrilled by what's in the manual. Robert Carradine left a manual that basically says, I like to have family time. And T.O. is like, no. Yeah, T.O., his recurring line is, I need some me time. (laughs) And then T.O. basically left a manual for Robert Carradine that's like, we like to play sports. And Robert Carradine is like, no. Yeah, his takeaway is, this is a house of athletes. My house is a house of mathletes. Oh, good one. Good one. You know what Robert Carradine would say to Tara Lowens as he was reading the manual? I think you need to recycle your attitude, young lady. (laughs) (laughs) Robert Carradine is reading through the manual that Tara Lowens left him, and it's like, only winners stay at T.O.'s house. (laughs) (laughs) And Robert Carradine's like, ooh, that's very intense. It is very intense. Meanwhile, Robert's manual is all about leading a simple life. To keep them grounded. T.O. says coming in second place just makes you the first loser. They could not be more different. Uh, I mean, says the guy who never won a Super Bowl. Ooh, Uh. sick burn. (laughs) He would know. All right. So the next thing that just happens is they meet the families. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, now the families come back to their homes. 
Yeah, so T.O. first is going to meet Edie and Marika, and immediately Edie's like, we're going to catch some fish. Yes, that is the first thing he has to do. Meanwhile, Robert Carradine meets Melissa and Tariq and Makeva, and they're like, who are you? He says, you guys probably saw Lizzie McGuire, right? And I wasn't convinced that they have, to be honest. Yeah, Makeva says, oh, did you play the dad? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I doubt that Makeva has actually seen it because she's 12, and this was 2015, at best 2014 when they shot it. So she was born after Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. So I'm a little iffy on if this is genuine or not. Yeah, I think, again, it was probably a producer feeding that line to her. I mean, I was on the youngest end of Lizzie McGuire. Even my sister, who's just two and a half years younger than me, did not have the same... Like, I, it was my thing. Like, she was a little too young for it herself and doesn't have... She, she has memories of it because I loved it so much, but does not remember as much about it. So I am also very skeptical. Yeah. This did pave the way, though, for the first of many lines from your favorite personality in the episode, Tariq. Yes. I'm just going to state it loud and state it proud. <laughs> Tariq is the MVP of this episode. <laughs> Everything he said was gold. We also got some real, you know, some genuine depth from him that I wasn't expecting. Robert Carradine really brings it out in him in the second half. I mean, it's interesting because it's going to turn out that they are actually like the perfect two people to be paired together because they have more in common, it seems, than Tariq does with his own father. Yeah, it's really, it's a really interesting arc, but it begins like this. He says, for a guy who's famous for being a nerd, he kind of looks like a cowboy to me. He does, honestly. Like, Robert Carradine comes in, he's got this big cowboy hat on, and the diversity of outfits from Robert Carradine in his real life is quite a marvel. Yeah. All right, so we Um, cut back to fishing, and T.O. doesn't know what to do, but plot twist, neither does Edie, who does this every day. She's like, oh, Bobby just catches the... Bobby just catches the fish, and then it's like, that's what we eat. Bobby just does it. Apparently, they call him Bobby. That's not what she sounds like at all. I know. I changed it to Bob's Burgers. (laughs) Just like, I don't know. When she started calling him Bobby, that was all I could think of. She was like, Bobby just does it. That was so funny to me that she's going to make him fish, but she herself does not know how to fish. So he's just like totally on his own and it's net fishing. Yeah. Which he calls old school and ridiculous. Yeah. And, um... Marika's like, watch out for the ocean snakes as he's doing it. Yeah, that was like an, to me, that was like an underrated line. The the concept of, okay, now provide for us. We're not going to help you because we don't know. Like, it really does feel like in this moment that they sort of regressed into this archaic, like, hunter-gatherer trope. I mean, they don't hunt anything, it seems. I mean, I guess if the fish count, I guess they're hunting fish. Yeah, and who gets the fish? Bobby gets the fish. And who gathers? I guess Edie, right? Yeah. I mean, Edie doesn't even like to go in the water. So <laughs> how is she going to catch the fish? <laughs> Which is also like, yeah, when, when her fear of water comes out, it's just like. <laughs> it's so crazy that they would choose to live on an island when <laughs> she can't even get in the water. Yeah. All right. So back at Tara Lowen's house, they are all on their phones and he doesn't get it. Your behavior, your attitude are just so bad 
this is what the Sam McGuire soundboard was for. It was all leading up to this moment. I mean, we've mentioned some of our jokes take a while to really come to fruition. And I think (laughs) (laughs) this has been a joke 30 weeks in the making. Yeah, he makes jokes about, so everyone keeps the phone bill up here, huh? And talks about how his family stays unplugged from society. Meanwhile, back in Tahiti, T.O. is scouring the island for food. Fishing was a failure. He finds, I think, like one crab. Yeah. And a coconut. Mm -hmm. Dinner ends up being rice and beans and some goat cheese. It's okay, though. Marika says that they're used to catching their own food. And like I said earlier, she's 25, which I have a lot of questions for her. I do, too. Like, why are you on? You're 25, and you're just on this island with your parents. And it seems like she would break out. I don't know if she's trapped there, if she wants to be there. This is where I wish we got some more depth out of the episode, because the logical conclusion to me is that She must have been their caretaker after their really bad accident. Oh, that could be it. I hadn't considered that. They were both pretty injured. So you think that she like has to be there to take care of them? I mean, that makes sense. I think that I think that there is probably a lot of trauma there to unpack. That would be what I think is going on, especially because we do get that line from Robert that they're not or he's not fully recovered even at this point. And it just happened within a, within a year. Do you want to hear a story that I just learned? News, 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 news. Sure. Robert and Edie Carradine got divorced in 2018. Oh, no. After 28 years of marriage. Oh, no. Well, now I'm sad. I'm sorry. Just, like, ruined the podcast. Sorry to... um. They cited irreconcilable differences. And now I wonder if it's a result of Edie's growth in this episode of Celebrity Wife Swap. Maybe she wanted to break free. Is he still in Tahiti? You know, he, no. I don't know, but this. He was on the episode of Lizzie McGuire. Not the episode, but he was going to be in the reboot. I mean, you can come back to act and then go back to your house. but. But, but, but he was also in the pilot reading that they did in quarantine. He oh, has a true. laptop. So he has, he has electricity again. <laughs> he has a laptop. So maybe he wanted to come back to society and Edie was like, I'm not getting on that boat. I get seasick. I don't know. This feels like a deep, another deep dive. It's, it's going to be a super deep dive. But this article about their divorce filing is from December 8th, 2015. So even though they didn't get divorced until 2018, this was in the works for three years. Oh my God. Wife swap killed them. I'm back on TMZ. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Then back in 2017, oh man, this gets dark. Robert Carradine left his estranged wife high and dry while she was caring for her sick dad. And now she wants a judge to force him to sell prized possessions. What? Apparently he cut her off financially after she flew to Switzerland to be with her father while he was hospitalized with a life-threatening condition. And then apparently he had been sending her voluntary payments of $2,450 a month, plus some of his royalties while they worked out their divorce. But then he stopped it when she went to Switzerland. And now she says she's dirt broke. Edith suggested that Robert sell his guitars, guns, and cameras so he can pay her what she's owed. According to the docs, 
his collection is worth about $192,000. This is crazy. Celebrity Wife Swap really found two really dysfunctional <laughs> couples. This just led me to Marika's Instagram page. Really? We've yeah. gotten so off the... I mean, I, <laughs> I feel like this should stay in the podcast, but we acknowledge that it has gone way off the rails. <laughs> but this is very important context. Uh, I feel like we should have stayed in the world of the episode and then did this like after because now the same whiplash that you experienced <laughs> is I feel like what we're doing right now. I like that people listening are listening to us find out this information in real time. It's very stream of consciousness. It really is because we're going through the episode and then it's like, you, you just wonder, right? Like, <laughs> like what is going on? Because it's five years ago. A lot can happen in five years, as we well know. And so, I don't know. What are you What are you seeing on Marika's Instagram? Her handle is Marika Reed. It's Marika Reed Carradine. Van inhabitant, climber, outdoorist, health enthusiast, creative director at Boldly Went Adventures. Oh, so she's all about vacations now. Um. <laughs> She has a man in her life, so it seems. Her last post was 40 weeks ago. She's also an artist. She's multi-talented. I mean, we saw her in this episode playing the ukulele. She's got some skills. Yeah, boldly went adventures, igniting adventures since 2017. She was inspired by Tara Lowe's. <laughs> Brief and true adventure stories of all kinds. Huh. It just sounds like content about adventures, like podcasts and... The Dirtbag's Guide to Life book. Nice. Well, it sounds, it looks like Marika got off the island, and I'm so glad for that because I was genuinely concerned. I mean, I think they all, it sounds like they all got they off all the got island off. one way or another. Should we reel it back in a little bit? Just a little bit. All right. So this is actually a big plot point in the episode because Tio is having dinner with Edie and Marika, but at the Owens household, Melissa goes up to Robert Carradine and is like, I'm going to make dinner for the children and here's a bunch of takeout menus you're going to eat by yourself in typical T.O. fashion. I feel like for me that was the tip off that like something really weird is going on here. <laughs> I mean, the reason he eats alone is because he is alone. Yeah, but it's his me time. But I feel like this made Robert Carradine like really sad. It did. And he's like, I don't want to eat alone. <laughs> I don't know though. I'm having a whole new... Some whole new opinions about Robert Carradine and his so-called family-oriented I mean, lifestyle. in all fairness, I only read the one TMZ article <laughs> that it seemed was very much uh, inclusive of Edie's perspective. I didn't get Robert Carradine's perspective. So actually, I'm doing a little bit more digging right now into this Robert Carradine stuff, and it's actually pretty concerning. There is like two sides to the story about like why they got in a car accident. But I guess the crux of what happened was, I mean, Robert Carradine has been suffering from mental illness ever since his brother died, who we saw in Lizzie McGuire. And apparently he was going through like a bipolar episode that ultimately led to their car crash. Now, apparently Edie blames him for like doing it on purpose. And he says that like she was withholding his medication for some reason. But that's very sad. Yeah, that's truly horrendous. Man, I'm looking at, like, this was such a light and breezy episode of Celebrity Wife Swap <laughs> that just has so much baggage attached to it on both sides. 
I know. We made this so much worse for ourselves. I know. Uh, I was in such a good mood going into this, and now I'm just bummed out. Me too. It's all a lie. I was just waxing gospel like 20 minutes ago about how authentic Robert Carradine is. But this aired in 2015. They also file for divorce in 2015. Correct. So, like, the twinkle is not still there. I don't even know if we mentioned that line, but yeah, there's. I would say that the twinkle is definitely not still there. Actually, when did this episode even air on TV? September 2nd. September 2nd, so literally f- three, four months later, that twinkle was gone. That's really sad. It is really sad, and obviously, like, I don't know what the true story is. The courts sided with Robert Carradine here because... You know, if she did withhold his medication that he clearly needed, that's pretty bad. But I don't know if that's the what really, I don't know. There's no way to know in the five minutes of research that I've just done. Yeah, and I don't think it serves anyone to further speculate. I would agree with that. <laughs> Definitely sad, though. And it's crazy that this episode of Celebrity Wife Swap is essentially about one guy who has already left his wife and one guy who's about to. Yeah, it just... It hits different. It hits different now. They were starting to play the field at this point. It was like, it was a celebrity wife swap of like testing out like, yeah, maybe I should get out of this one. No, it was actually like, wow, get me out of my, (laughs) yeah, out of my home right now. Oh man. Wow. All right. Let's dive back into the episode. Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to go from here. Back in Tahiti, Edie and Marika are, this just feels weird now. Edie and Marika are teaching Tio how to whittle. They're having an evening of crafting. Yeah, whittling is a big part of this episode, surprisingly, when whittling has not been a big thing probably in 50 years. And so Tio, I guess, is going to whittle for a little bit. And on the flip side, Robert Carradine is going to go to an autograph signing (laughs) for Terrell Owens. (laughs) So um, do you think people are going to the autograph signing thinking that Terrell Owens is going to show up? I don't know what's going on. I did see, though, that it was pictures of his own face. Of Robert Carradine's face? Yeah. Oh, wait, but you totally skipped. No, you totally skipped over the early morning training session. So discombobulated. Oh, sorry, my notes, my, I, I had scrolled down accidentally, so I got lost in my notes. He works out first. You're right. He does work out first. I skipped over a bunch, actually. Yeah. I apologize. Um, Just so rattled by the real world. I'm shook. I mean, I we didn't even mention about how Tio has this story about his grandmother and like growing up with her, and he never realized that his dad literally lived right across the street from him, and that's how he became a very independent person. Yeah, that's sad. So yeah, we get a little bit of Tio backstory. Tio also says here that he, you know, feels the warmth of Edie and Marika and like their their connection, but his family, they bond with exercise. And that cuts to the next day, Robert Carradine's early morning training session. Now he's still recovering from this traumatic accident. And I know I said at the beginning of the episode that I wish we got more accident and... We got more... We (laughs) supplied more accident ourselves. And now you're like, I I I do not want to know. Bad decision. I take that back. He's still recovering, so the workout is a little hard on him. He says that Melissa has biceps of steel. Yeah, and uh, during the workout, Robert Carradine farts at Melissa, so (laughs) that's fun. 
Then back in Tahiti, Tio is just struggling with primitive island life. He does know how to hang clothes, so he he does that. But he's not so good at milking the goat. And he says one of my favorite lines, well, one of my favorite T.O. lines in this episode, because all of my favorite lines are Tariq lines. But my favorite T.O. line in this episode is, oh, my God, these are real eggs. Like, as opposed to what? <laughs> like fake eggs? Yeah, I guess so. He enjoys searching for eggs. And now we get to the autograph signing. Yes. Okay. Now we're back at the autograph sign. So he signs some autographs and then he goes to a workout with Mike, T.O.'s trainer. And they basically go through, it seems like a very relaxed workout. It doesn't seem like a full, like high intensity workout. But again, it's Robert Carradine's second workout of the day. Takes a lot out of him. Yeah. He's a little bit tired. He's very uncoordinated. He can't catch a football. But then at the end of the workout, he does catch one. So like minor growth, I guess. And then um, they tell him to spike it. He spikes it, but then immediately tries to go get it. And they're like, no, you don't get the ball after you spike it. Do you know nothing? (laughs) How many times do you think they had to like do that until they got a shot of him catching it? You know what? I'm going to be optimistic. I think one time. Wow. I think the first time he did it. You thought I was going to say a very high number, like he was some sort of failure. No, I believe in him. That One time. That is optimistic. Time. I thought this whole sequence was very... I think first try. I thought this whole sequence was very pure. Um, you skipped over the part at the autograph signing where a random girl asks if he will sign her arm. And his answer is, I guess. Back in Tahiti, Tio is hungry. I mean... He works out a lot. He need, he is used to a lot of calories every day, and he is not used to just rice and beans. Yeah, and for someone with the muscles, he is, you know, surprisingly incapable of chopping some wood. I don't think he gets that the axe has to, like, come out Maybe the time. next reality show that he should go on is Tough as Nails. Then he can learn how to chop some wood. Maybe. <laughs> and he's, like, his whole, his whole shtick is, like, man, I'm on this island. But all I do is work. I haven't relaxed. Not once. I need a vacation. I need some luxury. Again, he's really mischaracterized (laughs) the purpose of this trip. But he Uh, does have a, he has a conversation with Marika, which is kind of like what we alluded to earlier, where he's like, do you really like this? Like, why are you here? He was like, you're 25. (laughs) Shouldn't you be partying? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I, I like this. There's like nothing behind. You're like, oh, real convinced. Yeah, he is concerned about Marika's social life. In parentheses, I wrote, me too. Meanwhile, Robert Carradine decides that he wants to try and play basketball with Tariq. Bad idea. (laughs) Tariq is a proficient basketball player, and he tells Robert Carradine, I don't want to embarrass you too much, so let's just play horse. (laughs) Tariq has been taught, I guess, to have no mercy when he's playing, and so that's how he's going to treat Robert Carradine. Yeah, and Robert Carradine asks, like, Do you guys talk when you play? Like, do you have conversations? Yeah, trash talk. (laughs) So it's obvious that they have a competitive relationship. And, you know, you kind of see that Tio's cockiness has rubbed off onto Tariq for sure. Tio is, you know, spinning out. He's climbing trees. He needs to get off of this island. It's maybe been 48 hours tops. Yeah, it's not been very long. It's not been very long. So then... We cut to commercial, and after the commercial break, we get the morning of the rule change. So the way the show is structured is the first half of the week, V 
the swapped individuals have to play by the rules of their new environment. But then halfway through the week, the script gets to flip and they get to make the rules. They get to change it up. And first up is Terrell Owens, who by this time... I'm hurt, I'm tired, I'm hungry, and I wish they'd vote me off this island. Did you like that? That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. I loved that. I mean, that's how he feels. And yeah. so... He says it's time for some joy, vacation time, luxury. And Edie's like, what? Um, meanwhile, Robert's goal is to get T.O.'s family to work together as a family. Yeah, so that means no cell phone, or not no, less cell phones. To which Tariq says, it's 2015. Like, no cell phones? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Um, And then back in Tahiti, T.O. says, no more fishing for food. Food will be served to us. Yes, because they are leaving the island. They are leaving Matilda behind, and they are going on vacation. Edie and Marika really are, they can't really handle it. No. But you know what T.O. has to say to them? You obviously don't know what it's like to be popular. Is this your plan now to like overcompensate with the soundboard because we unleashed so much trauma to the listeners? (laughs) Doubt it. Are you only going to reply to me in sound clips now? Quit being a nag one. Now I really want to know how long we can keep this going. Move it! Okay, okay, I'll get back on track. You're so smart to figure that out, Lizzie. Huzzah! (laughs) (laughs) Back to the episode. Robert says in his family, they source their own food. They milk goats. We're gonna, we are going to source our own food this week as well. Yeah, they're going to milk a real-life goat, which they don't actually end up doing. They end up milking a cow, but I guess, they you milk. know, what is... They, they milk. T.O. needs some alone time. Then I, I have a note that says, Robert Carradine says, knowledge is power, but athletic ability is fleeting. So <laughs> the, the, the obvious solution is that they're going to make a science project together. Yeah, Tariq says... Did he just say science? That's my worst subject. And he's not ready for this. Back on the island, Terrell Owens takes the family to the Intercontinental Resort. Yes, the new rules are in place. Yeah, he takes them on a real vacation. It looks super nice and bougie. And Edie is already missing her island and Matilda. And we get a shot of them in their bungalow and T.O. explaining to them how room service works. Very, uh, dare I say, condescendingly. It is a little bit condescending. Then back in L.A., Robert Carradine, again, whittling his back and he's teaching Tariq and Makeva how to do it. Yes, he has banned cell phones and all competitive activities. Tariq says, this is the most boring thing I've ever done in my life. Seriously, who whittles? And Robert says that it's about having quality time together, to which Tyreek responds in his confessional, Robert really is a nerd. Yeah. Back in Tahiti, T.O. reveals that he will actually not be staying with Edie and Marika. He has a bungalow all to himself so that he can get his desired alone time. And in a plot twist, 
Marika admits that, hey, I could get used to the T.O. lifestyle. Yeah, she jumped ship very quickly. Yeah, she got used to it. And then T.O. proceeds to jump off the balcony and swim over to his bungalow across the lagoon. Yeah, he's like, my bungalow is all the way over there. (laughs) He needs some me time. Yeah. And Edie is a little bit put off by this because families need to stay together. This whole episode, I was like, Marika, don't go back. Stay off the island. Be free. (laughs) You know what? She's living her best life now, so she got out of there eventually. Yeah, she looks happy. She's like on mountains and a creative director. Yeah. All right. So back in Sherman Oaks, Robert Carradine has decided to take the Owens family on an outing to a farm, um, Amy's farm to be specific. And this is where they are going to milk a cow named Glenda. This was such an excellent scene. Just like the whole, the the movement of the scene, the emotional highs and lows. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody's game except for Tariq. It's like, I've never had raw milk before, but doesn't it come out like warm and dirty? He's pretty, I think Robert's word is squeamish. Everyone is encouraging Tariq to milk the cow. Melissa milked the cow. Makeva milked the cow. Melissa says, come on, you know, he played by our rules. Do it. And then Robert says, come on, I'll help you. I'll help you. To which Tariq replies, I know how to do it. I just, I just don't want to. I feel like you skipped over his most important, like, oh, oh his my craziest God. line of the, of the episode. You're right. Oh, my God. Totally skipped over it. Yes. Would you like to say it? This is a direct Tariq quote from the episode. He goes, farming life is not for me feel violated right now. I think you need to recycle your attitude, young lady. The privilege that oozes from that sentence. It was weird to me, and I noted this while we were watching it, but they're milking this cow, and it looks like they're just milking it onto the pavement. Like, there's no bucket (laughs) to catch the milk. It's just milking it for the sake of milking it. Yeah, that seems like a violation to the cow at that point. I I feel like the cow must feel violated, right? But then, you know, after some coaxing, Tariq, he does it. He milks the cow. Um, and he immediately vocalizes needing some hand sanitizer. It's <laughs> like, fair enough. Yeah. The conclusion of the scene is, Robert's rules don't work for me. But I guess the goats were kind of cool. I would say that this is like the midpoint of their arc, the Robert-Tariq arc. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's like they finally bonded kind of on something. They butted heads for a little bit, but now it's like, okay. Maybe there's something there. Yeah, maybe Tariq will be a little bit receptive to to Robert Carradine. But back in Tahiti, T.O. has acquired a boat. Where he got it from, unclear, but he is now going You mean where the celebrity wife swap producers got it from? I guess that's fair. But now he is going to take Edie and Marika on a boat ride, and Edie is very... very adamant that she does not want to do this she apparently gets seasick and she's just being very uptight right now meanwhile marika's like when tio says go big or go home he definitely meant it i mean tio is just throwing out platitudes left and right he's talking like work hard play hard (laughs) (laughs) he just has all these catchphrases that he likes to throw around yeah wants Edie to loosen up a bit and Edie's all like we don't need your root beer true that is 
apropos. All right. And then if the midpoint of the Robert Carradine Tariq relationship was in the prior scene, then I think this is what the I don't want to say the, it's not really a climax, but it's like the you know the high point of their relationship. Yeah, Robert takes some time to bond with Tariq alone. He asks him about, you know, his relationship with his dad. And Tariq says that, you know, a lot of people try to be his friend because of who his dad is. And that you become good at finding out who's fake and who, you know, really wants to be your friend. And they bond over that because Robert also comes from a famous family. He comes from, you know, his own sort of legacy and the weight of that as the child of someone who is also famous. Yeah. I do think it's funny, though, that, like, Tariq just has, like, no concept of this. He's like, the Carradines. (laughs) Who are the Carradines? (laughs) Like, he barely understands, like, how he's famous enough to be (laughs) on Celebrity Wife Swap in the first place, like... First of all, you're barely an actor yourself. And then second of all, like he doesn't even, like the fact that he could have an even more famous father is just like. He's like, what? It's not even in the realm of possibility. But they do have that in common, which I think made this a super interesting dynamic between those two. Yeah, this piece of the episode was super interesting to me because it felt the most real in a sense. Mm -hmm. You know, T.O. at this point is basically a parody of himself. Everything he says feels very scripted and he speaks in platitudes and he's very aware of the media. And you see how he has rubbed off on Tariq in a way earlier in the episode with the competitiveness and the cockiness in terms of his athletic abilities. But you also get the sort of like authenticity that only a child can bring in this way. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like the things he says, he doesn't have that same awareness of the cameras that T.O. very clearly does. And it was just interesting to hear a child talking about, oh, yeah, like I need to figure out which of my friends are being fake and just want to be my friend because of who my dad is. And to have that level of awareness as a child already that there are people in this world who just want to use you is sad yeah i agree we're almost at the end here we're so close and we've gone on such a meandering journey true i do want to say though that you also get a sense that Tariq really longs for a more for more depth in his relationship with his dad i think that he does take something away from this conversation with robert maybe not everything has to be a competition meanwhile back in tahiti uh Tio really wants to go snorkeling but Edie is very indignant she doesn't want to put her head under the water she doesn't like that and they go back and forth on this for a while Marika ends up going into the water and then finally after some coaxing they finally get Edie to go into the water and then she immediately is completely a completely different person <laughs> she's going like oh I never want this day to end this was just such a 180 yeah It was very strange. Knowing about all of the cracks now, too, Mm -hmm. it's just really like coloring the back half of this episode differently for me. Yeah, I mean, that whole shift made me wonder whether everything she was doing was also a bit similar to T.O. I wonder if they have competing producers where like the Edie and T.O. producers are very much like, let's do as many bits as we can. Let's just bit it up. And then... (laughs) 
the Robert Carradine, Tariq producers are like, let's have some real heartfelt moments. And they're just <laughs> yeah. like creating two completely different shows. It did feel that way sometimes, didn't it? A little bit because, yeah, it's like, what does the real Edie believe? I don't know. Yeah, I, I have no true sense of who Edie is. And then back in L.A., the science experiment finally comes to fruition, and it is basically just lighting a rocket and shooting it into the air. I guess they built the rocket. We got that afterwards, but we didn't see that process. No, we just saw them, like, shooting a rocket into the air. But they had a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how science it is. It seems like just something that you put together, but, you know. Yeah. Tariq says, I still strongly dislike science, but blowing up stuff is pretty cool. I guess that's all you can really hope to get across sometimes. <laughs> and then T.O. takes Edie out to a to dinner and Edie says that it was a fantabulous day. Wow, fantabulous. And she also says that they are going to make some changes when he gets home. Yeah. Um, A.K.A. <laughs> A.K.A. divorce. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> too soon, too soon. <laughs> That's not funny. Too soon. No, I mean, the change, she thinks that they need to loosen up a little bit sometimes. Sometimes they need to reward themselves, get off their island onto a different island i guess yeah and then we see some sort of fire show and then at last they are packing to go home Tariq admits that he had some fun says goodbye to robert marika says to to that the week went too fast she's like don't leave me she's completely a new woman it seems like they met up in la yeah so it's like they made Edie fly all the way out to L.A. just to fly back to Tahiti. Yeah, there's a lot of back and forth for all parties. Yeah, they have to meet and weirdly confront each other. This, I felt, was the most awkward part of the <laughs> whole episode. It seemed like they were finding ways to criticize each other, but not too overtly. They didn't want to come across as like a jerk, but at the same time, they were both kind of pointing the finger at each other, going like, your life is bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's generally how these go. This one was pretty tepid. Sometimes they get really tense. <laughs> There's like no need for them to get that tense. Like you lived in each other's shoes for a week and you're going back to your regular life. Yeah. But yeah, T.O. basically verbalizes everything that he was saying before to Robert Carradine's face. And Robert Carradine gets very defensive. And he's essentially like, you know, it's very good to be unplugged and stay off the grid sometimes and just be one with nature. Yeah, and Tia was like, this is the 21st century, man. It's a little bit fun in games until Robert Carradine just is like, you could be a better father. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, gauntlet thrown. Yeah, I mean, in essence, the meetup just kind of regurgitates everything that we already saw just yeah. more succinctly and directly. But yeah, he, he really does. He calls out T.O. for not spending enough time with Tariq and says, it's sad. To which T.O. responds, you know, about how his upbringing has sort of influenced his parenting and that the spending time together like his family does doesn't come as naturally to him. But that doesn't mean that it's not something that he can work on. And he comes out of this experience wanting to be a better father and a better man. Really, what more could we ask for? The The thing with T.O. is that he showed up in so many reality shows 
And this kind of growth arc was the same thing that kept popping up with him in these shows. That it's like, if you keep having to learn these same lessons over and over again, just in different contexts, like how much are you attaining from each of these lessons? If it's something that pops up again and is the subject of another reality show. And I think that's part of the issue with, you know, his, the way people see him. Yeah. Like I said, he's almost become his own, I guess, archetype. Like, he's become a meme of himself. He has. <laughs> but he yeah. did come in sixth place on Dancing with the Stars. But yeah, I mean, the takeaways, we kind of mentioned this already. T.O. is going to be a better father and Robert Carradine is going to work out more. And Edie is going to be a little bit looser and Melissa just was barely even a character. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. <laughs> Most underdeveloped character. Robert thinks that swapping families once was enough. They go home. Edie is happy to be back with her goat. And then the episode ends and we get a six weeks later update. In this update, T.O. is working on a new fashion line and spending more time with Tariq off the court. This this six weeks later update was such, it's so generic and I don't believe it. I don't <laughs> believe any of it. But tech still rules the Owens house. The Carradines are adding more luxury. Robert is inspired to work out. But once a nerd, always a nerd. Once a nerd, once a nerd, always a nerd. And you want to see some nerdy outfits? Sure. Let's start with Robert Carradine explaining his life situation in a cowboy hat and a bow tie. <laughs> yeah, and a collared shirt. What a combo. Edie is like, Edie is looking sharp. All right, so I thought it was funny that they send T.O. to Tahiti in like a full suit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the purpose of this? Blue business class. <laughs> Had to wear a suit. I guess. And then they make him get into the tiny canoe in his suit. I don't I just don't understand. It's like this isn't something that he wears like just casually around his house. I just don't understand why they made him wear a suit. I don't know. They were just kind of like, how stark can we make this? And it was pretty stark. I think I have that dress that Marika's wearing. At the when she first kind of shows up. Yeah, go back to it. Yes. Oh, my God. You know that. Do you recognize that dress? I do. It's from H&M. You people who live off the land, but get your clothing through fast fashion. Yeah, it's like a mint dress with flowers on it. Yeah, and it has buttons all the way down the front. It's like a spaghetti straps dress. I love that dress. I got a lot of, I don't have that dress anymore. Marika, Marissa, similar fashion. All right, should we talk about Robert Carradine's, like, <sighs> workout, workout clothes? Like, why he has gone, like, full Belichick and has a sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off. I hate it. It's like a camo t-shirt, sweatshirt with no sleeves, hood up, shorts, and red sneakers. This is how we do it. That's for his early morning workout. And then I was confused when he goes to work out at the gym because he shows up and I'm like, did he borrow one of Terrell Owens' shirts? Like, <laughs> this just is so not in the Robert Carradine wardrobe collection. It's like a black shirt with just a crazy design on it. It's like a V-neck t-shirt. I just did not expect yeah. this from Robert Carradine. It looks like a Terrell Owens shirt. It does. I would agree with that. Could go either way, whether it's his shirt or Terrell Owens' shirt. I'm realizing just how much physical activity they made him do. Now he's playing basketball. He's back in his sleeveless sweatshirt. Like, they made him do so much. They really did. Although, he and Tariq have matching sleeveless sweatshirts. Bonding. So, you know, yeah, they're twinning. 
They're twinning right now. So Tio takes Edie out to dinner, and she really took this opportunity to dress dress up. I know. I have a lot of questions about where the clothes came. I feel, well, this was all production, right? Like, where did these clothes come from? Where did the makeup come from? Good question. The pearl necklace. Yeah, it's a very elaborate pearl necklace. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Marissa, you've said your MVP already, but would you like to reiterate real quickly? Yeah. Give all the crowns in this episode to Tariq. He had one-liners that had me chuckling left and right. He provided the humor. He also provided some heart. Really appreciated the conversation he had with Robert about sort of being in the shadow of a celebrity parent. I'm not sure where he's at these days, but I hope he's doing well. I'm afraid to look. After what what we've uncovered today, I'm afraid to look at any more of these people because I'm afraid of what I'll find. I hope he's just like a college student somewhere. And I'm happy to report that he is, in fact, just a college football player at Florida Atlantic. Good for you, Tariq. Sam, would you like to state or echo, rather? So I thought about giving it to Tariq. (gasps) I did. Because I agree, he had some great one-liners and he was a big presence in the episode. But my MVP is actually going to go to the child of the other family. And it's going to go to Marika. Marika Carradine. I really enjoyed Marika too. And yeah, I when I think that. about when I just when I think about if they were ever going to make a show about one of the people in this show, like who would I want to? Who am I really curious about? I'm really curious about Marika. I think that she also had some good one-liners in this episode, similar to Tariq. But like, if we're going to really do a deep dive into one person, it's got to be Mariko, right? Like, there's so many questions I have about her. Like, why is she on this island as a 25-year-old? What does she want to do with her life? And I think we di- we explored it a little bit, but her Instagram bio is so varied that it's like, you can't seriously be all of these things concurrently, right? I don't know. I'm very curious about her, and I think that she was definitely a standout on the Carradine side of things, so she's my MVP of this episode. I respect that, and I agree, and I will probably continue down my Marika Carradine deep dive. I mean, be careful when you do a deep dive. You never know what you will uncover, as we have learned throughout the course of this episode. You know what occurred to me as we were recording this, as we've been recording this? What, what is that? It's really weird talking about real people. Yeah. I don't like it all that much. I mean, yeah, I guess when you're talking about fictional characters, like all the situations are contrived. You know exactly what you're getting into when you're talking about a show, even though it was only five years ago, like the things that have happened since that show are just crazy. Yeah. I think about people who cover like reality podcasts or, you know, cover celebrity news or just discuss the lives of real humans, and I am very content to live in fictional worlds (laughs) and to go back to a fictional world next week. Yeah, so what are we doing next week? Next week, we are watching A Cinderella Story starring Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. I'm very excited. And uh, Emmy Award winner Regina King, right? Yes, Emmy Award winner (laughs) Regina King. Yeah, congratulations to Regina King. Yes. Very cool. Um, I've never seen that movie before as is like a recurring theme on this podcast. Oh, I watch this movie maybe not as frequently anymore, but like definitely there was a point in my life where I would watch this movie 
every year. Like it was on the annual rotation. Uh, on an annual rotation. It's so good. Jennifer Coolidge is in it too. I'm really excited to share one of my favorite movies with you. Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, I think that this was definitely a step up from the movie we watched a week ago. And hopefully we can just continue that momentum. We will. Cool. I say that with confidence. There will be cool. no surprises. No one will be listening to us uncover traumatic information in real time next week. Sounds good to me. Cool. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at OutfitRepeatPod and email any questions or feedback at OutfitRepeatersPodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, this episode, along with the rest of the episodes that we've recorded, will be on our website, www.paginatedmedia.com slash OutfitRepeaters, as well as any platforms where you can find podcasts. We're on, I think, all of them. Yeah, and that, that's a wrap on Celebrity Wife Swap, Robert Carradine and Terrell Owens. Be sure to tune in next week for a recap of A Cinderella Story. What year is that from? 2003. Okay. 2004. Like, you don't know the year of your favorite movie? Cool. <laughs> Lizzie McGuire movie was 2003. Okay. And then.